Listening to the Taming Hinges podcast, conversations about self-awareness and mental health. We talk about anything and everything on the podcast. Real experiences, real life. Come get triggered. Welcome to another episode of the Taming Hinges podcast. As always. My name's Phil, the host and creator of the podcast, and today's episode is a continuation of the exploration into the other health body or the spiritual health body or the astral, the, I don't even know anymore. There's too many names to name at this point, but everyone has some sort of idea of that other health body beyond just the physical or the mental side of things, and I've been exploring that what it means, what it is, where it comes from, what it should be maybe, you know, what we can do with that idea. If we use our self-awareness, as I've defined in other episodes, and apply it to our mental health, we need to have that part of the self that we don't often understand or we don't often talk about, and that is the other health body, the, the spiritual side of things. So I've been exploring it. And uh, to start, I started off with, well, the, the original primordial. That primordial is chaos. And chaos, to kind of sum things up, is the infinite possibility. It's, it's the possibility of everything. And then after chaos, we get creation. And creation is, to sum that one up, uh, a little bit too much, actually, both of these. But to sum up creation, it's the structure. Creation is adding structure to infinite possibility. You take you take chaos, the primordial soup of infinite possibility, and give it some structure, and thus you've created something. Now, that's as far as creation goes. Creation just gives structure to all that infinite possibility. From there, the next primordial comes into effect, and that primordial is known as order. So today's topic of discussion is order, And as always, we'll jump over to Merriam-Webster's Dictionary and give us some definitions to start off with. Uh, As a verb, order stands for to put into order or to give order to, um, which can be used also as a command. So keep that in one in mind there. And then uh, to to command or go go or come to a specific place, you know, give something in order again. Um, It goes on and on. Then there's the order... uh, as a noun, and there's quite a few things here. Uh, you could, you know, you can have a rank or a level. You could have a group or an organization. Um, all of these different things in which we can have orders of something. We can have orders of magnitude. That's that's a common reference. So, order gives more than just structure. It fills structure. In fact, is where this goes. Um, so, let's jump back up to the top here for order as a verb. A Merriam-Webster's dictionary, and we look at to give an order to, or to to put in order, to arrange. Well, that's what you do once you give something structure. You begin to arrange it, and the way in which we begin to arrange those things that we've created, or those things that have been created, is to follow the structure and to fill it in. Like uh, you know, when we're children, we're told to color inside the lines and those types of things. Creation is the structure, and that structure often lines up with rules or laws or some sort of idea, if you will. If you give something a purpose or an idea, it's created. It's given structure. Whatever happens after that is the realm of order. The symbol I have come to know to be that that represents order is the yin-yang symbol, because the yin-yang symbol represents the the untold truth of duality known as triality or trinity i know i've been calling it triality for many many episodes now and people are probably getting mad about that it's it is trinity but 
I wanted to wait till now to really give it that Trinity definition or that Trinity idea because it's a good represent representation of the differentiation between creation and order. Where does this come from? Well, we have chaos, we have creation, we have order destruction. Order is technically the opposite to chaos. So if chaos is infinite possibility, order is the opposite of that. It's, it's finite probability. Or in fact, when we talk about something like perfection, perfection is the loss of all possibility and the fine perfection or the singular point of probability. This all happens due to many, 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 many different functions, all of which are refinement. That's the, the simplicity of order, is, it, is simply taking chaos and refining it, refining infinite possibility down into probability and eventually leading to perfection or the filling in of the structure given to us by creation. So let's take a, a simple example. Let's talk about diamonds, as I, I've used as a reference before. Diamonds come from what's known as anthracite. Anthracite is coal. And with time and pressure from the, you know, Earth's crust and rocks and mantle, the whole thing, that anthracite gets ordered in magnitude to come up with a, a finite structure that makes up a diamond. So it's ordered anthracite. The, the chemical bonds of anthracite are ordered. The, the um, carbon is ordered in specific lines so that the anthracite becomes a diamond. Now, if we look at how that happens from an outside perspective, there's a bunch of processes here. But really, we had coal. And coal is in and of itself its own order, its own thing. But because it became coal, and it's known as coal, it's known as anthracite, it became what it was structured to be, it was perfect. And thus it got thrown back into the pool of possibility, got thrown back into chaos, and was allowed to then be reused as just another option. It's another possibility. And this starts to show the, the cyclical nature of all of this. But we take that anthracite, that coal, and then we give it new purpose where we give it new structure known as a creation moment. We say, hey, you're going to get created to become a diamond. Well, that doesn't just happen. It takes time and pressure, like I said, and, and all these th processes that happen to create that diamond. And along those lines, that form of a diamond, that, that structure, which is giving the laws and rules of what a diamond is or definition of what a diamond is, is filled in with order. It gets ordered, the little tiny molecules of carbon get ordered into a diamond. And thus we have a diamond. What happens after a diamond then? We'll talk about that next episode. We talk about destruction. But that ordering factor is the process. In some cases, we might call this method or effort or the way of something, the the structure or system in which something happens. We do this with the creation of art or music. We do it pretty much in all artistic endeavors are the some function of giving chaos rules or, or purpose or, or, or definition, giving it a structure, that's creation, we're creating something. And then the action of that, what we consider the still the action of creating, like, oh, I'm creating this podcast episode. Well, in fact, I've already created it. I, I gave it a structure. I do this with every episode. I give it a singular creation structure and I give it a word. And then from that word, I fill in the rest. So I've given it the structure of this particular episode known as episode 34 order. And now I'm filling it in with the order of that, the method of that, the, the meat and potatoes, if you will, the, the ingredients or however you want to think about it. I'm filling in 
the structure of the creation I created. And that is the methodology or the way of order, which is why I represented it with yin yang, because we often look at order with connotation. And remember, I don't like connotation. I like to take it out of all things because it gives us what I believe to be a better perspective or at least a different methodology of looking at things, a different order of looking at things so that we can better understand them or elicit a different response or just get back to chaos because chaos is infinite possibility. And in order to do that, things must be ordered perfectly and then we can destroy them and we can try all over again. So the yin-yang system going back to Trinity is a really good representation of that, I think, because it removes the connotation and allows us to see the fulfillment that is the first set of the Trinity. Chaos, creation, order. Now, this will always stay represented as a Trinity because chaos is the transitorial. It's the transition. And I'll talk about that more after we go over destruction and we, we really go a little bit farther into this. But for now, focusing on order, the yin-yang symbol represents true trinity. It's shown as duality, yin-yang. But in fact, there can be no yin without yang. There can be no yang without yin. I may have said that before. You may have even heard someone say that before. That is a representation of the fact that the yin-yang system is a coin. In fact, it represents all the coins. But more so than just representing all the coins, which are just two-sided things, a measurement structure of sorts, it gives us the interplay between them. So it is the trinity. It is both yin, yang, and the system. That system being the measurement between the two, the push and pull, the balancing of. Order is balancing. To order something, we must balance it. And it can be on a great scale, a, a, a small scale. It can affect other scales. It doesn't matter. Because all we're doing is filling in what we've created. We've created the structure. We've given it purpose or laws. We've given it defined nature. In fact, nature does this. And then it fills it in with order. And that order could be yin, could be yang, could be light, could be darkness, could be soft, hard, could be good or bad. It doesn't matter. It's the filling in. It's the ordering of. It's the balance, though, that is the key. Because order follows a universal law. It will always find balance. That balance could be what we consider unbalanced, but again, remove the connotation. So this is the Trinity. It is all of the things put together on the coins, both sides. So it is a, it's, let's, I'll just going to give it some some verbiage here so we can we can look at it as the full trinity. Let's use yin and yang. Let's continue with that. So we've we'll give it a we'll give it a subjective nature because that's the whole point here. Order is applying subjectivity, objectivity. It's applying quality, really. Order applies quality. So if we have yin yang, right? But we also have the yin yang symbol. We have the balance. So let's call it yin balance and yang because they balance each other. But the balance itself is the, is the structured nature. And I'm, I'm talking about this at a primordial level at this point. It all becomes very finite when we bring it out of the macrocosm into the microcosm. But we'll start from the beginning and I'll, I'll, I'll slowly put pieces back in. Chaos, infinite possibility. Creation, definition. So we'll take infinite possibility and I'll give it some definition. I'm going to define it as, as something, just anything. So we'll give it, we'll give it some rules to that anything. Okay. Well, it must follow the rules of balance, but it must be something qualified, quantified, or subjectified. I'm le again, we're leaving this in the macrocosm. So whatever that thing is, okay, it's a thing. I've created something. 
what have I really created? I've, oh, I've created a balanced structure, which means it has to have two sides. It has to have, you could have more sides than that, but it has to have at least these two sides in order for it to be balanced or unbalanced at the same time. So we'll call one side yin and we'll call the other side yang. Perfect. Now I've created something, anything, that has two sides and together make the total sum of. Well, that's the trinity. And this is where most all religions, faiths, organizations, the antiquity health bodies, even alchemy itself comes up with physical, mental, and other comes up with the spiritual, comes up with the idea that there is something else. It's not just so simple as the, you know, ancient us staring up at the stars and seeing things that we didn't understand and saying, oh, there must be something else. Okay, yeah, that was totally a possibility. But the realization, the translation that happened, happened when order befit everything. That there is this thing as order. There's, there is this thing known as balance. That's why I use that as the example. That the, I'm creating anything of something. And I'm saying that's balance. And the filling in of those things is what allowed us to learn physics as above, so below. That the physics, the Newtonian physics at least, that worked here also works elsewhere. That I can walk six miles in one direction or 12 miles in the other direction. And the physics are relatively the same. That if I, you know, there's this thing known as gravity, there's the weak and strong forces. I don't care how much depth you want to give to it, that there's this interplay, but also there's unknown. And that unknown is the Trinity piece. And so we've called it many different things. Um, I don't want to jump down that rabbit hole just yet because this is really a framework piece, but that's where the world of other, of spiritual, of something more than just our physical or mental bodies exists. And it's in the world of order. It's in the world of balance. So, what does this really mean for us as far as this thing known as the Trinity, which comes from the duality and why the yin-yang symbol might be a good representation for this? It doesn't matter what side you fill in. There's going to be balance. That balance is what makes up the Trinity. Here's what that entails. If I have yin and I have yang, and they balance each other. I could have, we'll just use round numbers. I could have 99 yang and one yin. But that one yin is going to be so subjectively overpowering that it somehow balances out the 99 yang. That's that trinity. There's a third piece. That third piece is a representation of order. That third piece of, oh, let's, let's, let's give it a, a human quality, if we will. I have 99 decent days. You know, not too bad. Went to work. Things were okay. And then I have one just shitty day. Just fucking horrible. And it wipes out all of those 99. It just bounces them out somehow. It just... just or you have one really shitty day and then 99. Okay. Like, not great. Just Okay. Or you have one shitty day, one good day. It creates the balance by that nature, universal balance. But in doing so, it gives us that trinity piece. It gives us our frame of reference. It gives us our order, our balance. It gives us magnitude. It gives us, they're all this interplay of filling in the structure. So let's take it. Let's take it a little bit farther than that. Let's 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 stop talking about all this, you know, metaphysic, you know, trinities and dualities and yin yang and, and creation and chaos. Let's look at order from um, an almost 
daily perspective. The things you do throughout your day are the order to the structure that is Tuesday, September 1st, 2028. (laughs) Or if we look at history, we can look at the order of a historical date. What happened on that day? What was the order of it? The order of procession, the order of that's the filling in of what was created. And this is a very human thing. In fact, it's where we bring time in most regularly. We bring time into the equation and make it part of order because time is what allows us to give structure. So we know time is really a creation event. And blocks of time are like artistic pieces. They're like, um, they're like blank canvases that get filled in, that get painted on. Or, and it might be as simple as a simple stroke, or it might be an in-depth Picasso or a Rembrandt or a, you know, any one of these things. It could be an amateur's painting. It doesn't matter. The order is what gives subjectivity, objectivity. It's really what makes up the fundamental ideas that we call life. And although we want to say creation creates life, order really is life. In some symbolical systems, order would be represented as life. Um, it's, it looks like an upside, the symbol for it looks like an upside down. Um, well, looks like a horseshoe where the the arch of the horseshoe is facing top side. So it's facing up, the arches on the top. Death, which is sometimes used sometimes used as a symbol for destruction, is the opposite of that. So you have like a horseshoe with the arch on the top and a horseshoe with a with the arch on the bottom, and that's life and death. Those are the symbols for it. Specifically, I, I believe most alchemical um, regent symbolizations use that as as life and death. Those are, that's the symbol. But to us as humans, order is the storybooks of life. You are created, however function you want to call that, um, but you're created. And then that creation overall is given a hierarchy or given a structure. Some of us know what it is immediately. Some of us have to figure, take our entire lives to figure it out. The order is the writing of the story. An author creates an idea. That idea could be as simple as I want my audience to be entertained or I want my audience to, it could be as complex as um, a, a, a doctoral thesis, if you will. It could, it could be so complex as that to, you know, or a persuasive essay or something along those lines. That's the structure. The order is the actual story. It's the, it's all the words on the pages. It's all the actions you take throughout your life that make up the story of you. When your physical form perishes, we publish those essays. We publish those stories. So the order is the filling in of all things, but it can't just do it willy nilly like, because that's the realm of chaos. Chaos is infinite possibility. It will fill in all of the gaps constantly. Wherever there might be a missing thing, it'll, it'll, it'll figure it out. It'll put something in its place. That's what chaos does. It's infinite possibility. So order is the magnitude of finite probability. It narrows everything down to get a specific order of something, which then allows for those things to stop being ordered or to, in fact, become destroyed as a creative event. That's why destruction is the opposite of of creation. And, And we'll get into destruction next episode, but it's really important for now to look at, well, how order affects us because it affects us quite a bit. I mean, it's, it's our daily lives. It's everything we do. It's every function of everything ever is the elimination of possibility and to make it into probability. And then eventually we get perfection, which is the singular point of when it all comes together and becomes it. 
Creation was just an idea. Creation was just, let me give this stuff some structure. Order is function. It's system. It's all of the things we really never think about. We just do them. The idea of I'm hungry is a good example. I'm hungry. Let's, let's make something eat, right? Let's, you know, I used to be a chef, so let's, let's go down this line. Let's make something to eat. Well, first I got to figure out what I want to eat. And then uh, what am I, what am I hungry for? All right. Or what's available. Those are some questions. Well, those give us the structure, right? That gives us the structure of the recipe because if I don't want to eat it, what's the point of making it? So let's let's make sure I want to eat it. So what do I want or, you know, what am I craving? Those types of things that gives us some defined structure. We know overall, this is supposed to be a meal or a, a food of some sort that I'm going to shove in my face, but I need to create it. So to do that, I have to take all the infinite possibilities out there from, you know, string beans to, to, to ice cream. I have to take all these possibilities and narrow them down. And to do that, I give things structure. So I create something. I'm going to create a menu or create a recipe or create a meal. doesn't matter what I'm creating. Really. It's I'm going to create one of these things ultimately, but my creation is going to be based on the structure in which I give it. And that's, that's creation itself. So I'm taking chaos, the infinite possibility of food, give it some structure. So maybe it's what's in the fridge or what's available to me, what's in the garden, these types of things that gives us structure. Now I need to give it some order, but I never think about the order as we go through it. Usually most people just follow the recipe. In fact, most people just follow it in their daily lives when it's, you know, wake up, go to work, come home, eat, sleep, repeat, right? That's, we don't think about the function of order in the in-between. We often want to forget about it because it becomes mundane or it's boring or this is the important part of why I use yin-yang as the symbol for this because, again, eliminating connotation, order doesn't mean good, doesn't mean bad. It just means order. It just means the filling in of all the things. So when we go to make the meal, we could start with some of the greatest ingredients ever and still end up with a terrible, you know, thing we have to eat or a disgusting thing. The subjectivity and objectivity is all part of it. It's all part of the ordering of it. Eventually we're going to come out to an outcome. That's the elimination of probability. We're going to come to a point of something. It's, all of the little things in between that matter. In fact, matter itself is a part of this, the ordering of matter to create molecule, to create chemical compounds, to create chemical structure, to create ion storms that help cell structures to do things. Our body's doing this all day long, but I'll, I'll digress for a minute. We'll, we'll get to that yet too. Cause I love talking about the human body in that sense, but this function of order is where we often, we just don't look at it. We don't pay attention to it. And it really is an important fact because that ordering of things, well, it's where things can go quote unquote awry or badly for us. It's the realm of choice and change. If you want to jump all the way back to, uh, I believe it's episodes eight and nine, you know, or even episode seven, when I talk about reality, those are really the realm of order because our choices beget change, but change is finality. Change, change ends in decision and and choices. The finality of choices is, is decisions. And those things fill in this, this piece of order and we're doing it constantly. And it's not always good. It's not always bad. It's never really meant to be one or the other unless the original created idea was to be one of these things, but even then it can be corrupted. There's always that possibility, right? So it's the way in which we order things 
that starts to actually mean something if we look at it from this perspective, instead of just forgetting about it and just following along with, you know, the recipe that we found on wherever the internet, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, somebody, you know, or, you know, we're following our grandmother's apple pie recipe. Instead of following along with that recipe, we never, we just do that. We just follow the recipe. And that should give us a, a defined outcome. But there's a whole plethora of things in there we don't pay attention to that could end with us not liking the outcome. Because we don't pay attention to it because we're, we're used to the recipe idea. So when we start to pay attention to it more, we can actually start to see some, some changes or some meanings, some, some other Well, we've been talking about spirituality and all, I also talked about self-awareness and mental health. Now that we're moving into the spirituality thing, I, I feel it, it's, this is the time to step back and use self-awareness and mental health to better understand this thing, this primordial force known as order. If I had to put it into that system of self-awareness, self being the three health bodies, awareness being attention to intentions and mental health being the sole product of our depression or the way in which we uniquely see the world and who you are as a person. Order would be the representation of its interactions. Order is interaction. And sometimes we have control over that and sometimes we don't. Control is just another interaction. It's just another process. So we get to decide through our conscious states what order means to us. And so we often have the conversation is my life orderly or is my life a mess? Are my relationships functioning or dysfunctioning? These are conversations of order. So if we're not paying attention to what's going into the recipe, how, when, what the chemical process of what type of, you know, how much heat we're using, did we use more oil, less oil, should we use more oil, less oil, do we need to season, not season? If we're not paying attention to the way in things are becoming ordered, it's completely out of our control. And even then, if we do pay attention there's always the possibility that something's going to come in and we're not going to be able to control that. And then we have to react to it. So the more understanding of order of the way and things interact, the better we can deal, the better we can cope, the better we can understand what's going on. And that's where I've taken what is order inside of, you know, self-awareness and mental health. And in, in my specific story, in, in my personal life, order came about or the understanding of order came about through my martial arts training, which is where the representation of the yin yang symbol first appeared to me. I was able then to apply that to, at the time I was cooking in restaurants and doing those things. So the idea of recipes started to make more sense to me. And eventually I, I learned of techniques, concepts, and principles. Order being the principle of what creation creates creation being the fundamental structure of things orders what it ends up as that's the differentiation. And I think it's an important differentiation to make light of because we often think something is created and it's orderly. Now something's created and it's fucking nothing. It's, well, it's chaos, just given a little bit of a uh, little padding here or there, some idea. Orders where things actually become. And for us to become anything, we need to first create the structure of it and then fill it in. And we often aren't paying attention to what we're filling it in with. And as I've done in many cases, I always kind of end up starting at the end. 
and working my way backwards. And I, I kind of did so with this podcast. I started out with what I thought was interesting topics or you know specific words to look at for self-awareness and mental health and what they meant to us or meant for us and the ways we can look at it. You know, when we talk about education and beliefs and language and relationships and emotions, I'm just labeling out all of the episodes I've done. But what I was really doing is looking at the order of life, but from all sorts of different pieces and locations that end up making the sum total ends. So that doesn't work on spirituality though, is what I've found, which is why I had to step back and look at these primordial events, chaos, creation, order, destruction. And I had to look at what, what is order really? What is it? Order is function to an end to, to, to finish creation. Anyone can create anything. It doesn't mean it's actually done. We get to decide that in some cases, or others might decide it for us, and that's a good function to, or a good order to understand. And in fact, I think this is why we use order in the noun sense to label something as an order of something, to give it a defined point. Because it does have structure, it is a, a creation of sorts, but what those orders do what those organized collectives do could be nefarious, could be beneficial, could be philanthropic, could be. And when we come at it from that perspective, we start to see things like high school and the order it gives things or the collegiate method, the, the world of academia, the licensure bodies of professional standards, the, laws in which we live in, the societal norms in which we live in, the viral idea of memes and moments and what that all means for us. Because those are all creations. They're not order. Order is what comes after the creation happens. Order is what we're living through on a regular basis. Some things don't become ordered or become perfect, become fully what they'll ever be for long, long periods of time. The earth itself is still being ordered. It's still being defined. It has a definition of its creation of becoming a rock we all live on, but we're part of its order. We're part of what we're doing to it, what its ultimate form will be. So I suppose, and I've been leading up to this, I apologize, it's you know one of my long-winded rants, but order itself is the function, structure, system, whatever you want to call it. It's the method, it's what leads up to ultimate. What whatever this thing is gonna be at its ultimate state. What what it final, it's final form. It's, it's in, you know, in the video games and those things, it's, you know, it's max level. It's, it's final fun. It's final form, you know, before it becomes transformed. So creation is the structure. Order is what happens to make its final form. So I, I guess to give it, a little bit of verbiage for functional uh, ideas. Creation is structure. Order is, is, is making. So, so we create something and then we order it. We make it first. We created it. Then we make it. I think a lot of makers out there, you know, like the Adam savages of the world, those people, will understand that more so than maybe others. And, you know, I think everyone can eventually wrap their heads around it because it just takes a little bit of molding to come up with how you want to think about it and how it applies to you. But we create something and then we make something. And the making part is order. 
and it has no connotation. It has balance. It must fit it, fit within the confines of the creation. So as much as we might want things to be perfect or amazing, those are subjective and objective. Those are, yeah, sure, you can quantify things and you can measure them out, but ultimately you're going to decide, oh, that was good or that was bad or, or the group or the societal structure. The intertwining pieces are oof, chaos, right? They're, they're infinite possibility. But the probability of all of it matters in the sense of how we go about it, the making process. So it is a process. Order is a process or the process of orders. And it matters. It really does. And as far as why it matters, well, I don't quite know yet. And I wonder sometimes if that's part of it. Because if we can answer that question, the why question, remember, and why questions are the realm of spirituality, the realm of other, the realm of that, that astral health body, whatever you want to call it. If we can answer the why question, then, in fact, it's made. That makes something. And once it's made, the ordering's over. And thus we destroy the structure and it becomes something. And again, that's the next episode when we talk about destruction. But we almost have to get into it now. Because chaos and order are, they're balanced to each other. Possibility and probability. Creation is balanced to destruction. And if order is the making process, destruction is just finishing. So when we ask the why questions, the questions of spirituality, the, the subjectivity, subjectivity of it all, I have to jump back and not ask why questions to figure out why order matters, right? Well, how does order affect us? It affects us all the way down to, did we have a shitty day or a good day? It's the filling in of the processes. It's the making of something. Okay, well, how do we understand what order is? We do. We Nike it. We just do. You know, we Gary Vaynerchuk it. We, you just start. So when I look at the function of me going on this exploration of self-awareness and mental health, I look at what has been done. That is the process of ordering something. That is the process of making. I've been making a recording of my exploration to better understand self-awareness and mental health. It's not made yet. Still, still on the journey. Still trying to figure it out. So I'm in the phase of ordering. I'm in the phase of making. Okay, well, we can answer some questions then. How do you make something? You just you just do it. You give it. You create something first, and then you fill in the the parts that are missing to to end up making something in the end to finalize your creation. So. Order and destruction has this really weird fine line on it. Ordering is simply the making process, oversimplified, really, but then there's this line. And it's kind of a line in the sand. It's, it's, it's a finite line of if order is the making of the creation, then the finishing is the destroying because we've finished making it. So it's kind of the whole process of order has been destroyed. Okay, well, how does that affect us? We kind of went over, how do we better understand it? We kind of went over, why does it matter to us? Why should it matter to us? Because I believe it answers the question on how to live well. 
that's what the function of understanding order does. How do you, we're going to, we're just going to fill in some pieces here. How do you live well? Well, to live well, we first have to have created life. Good. And then we have to live it. And if we're talking about how to subjectively live a good life or, or live well, then at some point we need to understand that there will be a finality to that life. So we need to measure and define what's in between. And that's the process of ordering and making something. So if we want to learn how to live well, we have to understand its order. And then we have to define that order for ourselves in the subjective quantification of why. Why does following the tenets of a religion mean living well? That's not, meant for, that's not for me to answer for you. That's for you to answer for yourself. This is a really weird point for me because I can't in any good conscience ever give you answers to these things. I can simply help you ask questions to better understand it for yourself. And that's this weird feeling for me because I'm finally coming into the fruition of what I call think taming hindrances and neurokinetics. Why this podcast is called taming hindrances. And it comes down to just making people think because I live in a world of chaos and live in the world of infinite possibility. In some ways, that's what me like living well means to me is that understanding, but I can never answer these questions for you. And a lot of people out there are trying to, and it makes me kind of, I don't, I don't want to say angry, but upset or it, it bothers me that there's these people out there trying to tell you answers to these questions that have nothing to do with them. And that's part of spirituality. In fact, I think all of these things eventually will lead me to some sort of idea or conclusion that I can work with. And it's transformative. So it, it all goes back to cast. Eventually we'll create an idea and it'll go back to that. But to get there, we have to start asking the correct questions. Because a good question comes up with more questions. That's part of chaos. If you have all the answers, you no longer have questions. And if you can't have questions, there can be no such thing as this life that we lead. At least not in a physical form. And if it's not a physical form, then it's, well, it's the realm of the, the other health body that we're trying to figure out what that is or where it comes from or what it does. So we have to ask these why questions. And the why questions that order applies or we can apply through understanding order are the questions about defining of subjectivity and objectivity when it comes to our lives. And that's yin-yang. But really it's trinity because it's not just yin and yang. Because there's no such thing as yin and yang. They are both two sides of the same coin. Order is the counting of coins. Chaos is all of the coins. Creation is making new coins. Order is the making of the coins. And in some ways, destruction will be the valuation of the coins. Order may give them value or may not. We don't know in the end, until it ends, until we have destruction. We don't know what the value of a coin is. We just know that chaos has all these fucking coins. They're everywhere. Infinite possibility. Creation is making new coins. Order, well, creation is creating new coins. Order is making, the, making of the coin, giving it something. 
And then destruction will be the valuation. And that's not a perfect description just yet. I'm still working on it. Obviously, I'm still on this journey of figuring this out. But I'm left in the world of where I first came to understand yin-yang, to, to that symbol, that that method or understanding. And part of that has to do with I, I'm struggling with this. I really am. It has to do with the why questions we never ask ourselves because we don't even know to. And that even in and of itself brings up a why question of why don't I ask myself these questions or why did someone else tell me not to? And this is where I'm left with, I can't answer these fucking questions for you. I can't. You need to answer these questions for yourself and not let someone else answer them for you. So here are some of them. And these aren't all of them. They're just some of them that I've been contemplating or contemplating. What does it mean to live well? Why should we try to live well? Why do you exist? Why do humans exist? Why should we exist? Why should I be a good person? Why shouldn't I be a bad person? Why should I try? We consider all these, all of these questions come from the clinical ideas of anxiety and depression and melancholy and they come from what we consider not the greatest places, right? And if I had to give order a representation in what we today know as our mental states or how I apply order to mental health, I would say order is anxiety. That's kind of its realm of things. Anxiety is in some ways the making of our mental state for that moment or that day, that week, maybe even that month, or unfortunately in some cases, maybe that year. And it's oftentimes that we don't understand it, where it comes from, why it's happening how it's affecting us so strongly. And that may come from a standpoint in which we just don't understand the order of it or what it's making. We often try to ask, why am I depressed? Why am I having anxiety attacks? Why am I anxious all the time? Why don't I want to get out of bed? And again, there may be clinical psychological factors here, and that's the realm of doctors and psychologists and psychiatrists. It's not my realm of things. I'm not a doctor. I cannot diagnose or prescribe. Just an idiot on the internet. But instead of asking the why question at the subject matter, we should change our why questions. And that's the realm of making an order it is the realm of order to ask the questions in the correct order and to stop asking why am I having a panic attack or why am I anxious or why am I suffering from anxiety? Those might not be the correct order of questions to ask. In fact, those are finality questions. Those or the questions we get to ask when we want to destroy that, that thing. Because if you can understand that thing, you can stop then doing it, or you can at least try to function against it. So order gives us this free-for-all to fill in the pieces of our anxiety, to fill in the pieces of our depression. Order is understanding our depression understanding how we see the world, how we interact with it, how we go about our daily lives. That's the realm of order. 
it is an understanding of our mental health. It is a exploration of our mental health, exploration of our depression, exploration of our anxiety. So we stop trying to ask the finality questions because that's not the realm of order. That's the, that's the realm of destruction. But it's not the realm of creation because it's already been created. And in fact, anxiety is an order, it's an order concept. Depression, melancholy, these are order concepts. They're ruled by the overarching principle. They've already been created, so they've already been given structure. Now they're in the process of being made. And if you look at it from that perspective, if you will, it may allow for a modicum or a, a minute sliver or even a grain of control over those things. Because anxiety is not a finite option. It's not a final thing. We often like to think about it that way. We like to talk about it that way, certainly. Go, I have anxiety or she has anxiety. It's like a like somehow that thing, we've now given it control over that process. Really, it's still in the in the realm of order. It's still in the making process. It's still being made. Every time we have a panic attack or an anxiety attack, or every time we just get up in the morning and just just are fucking tired of it all, or we get mad in traffic, or we we get short with our 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 relationships, be them you know personal, professional, or public, or anytime we have an interaction with these things, we are making. And if we're the ones making. We're the ones in fucking control. We are the di- the deity over our body. We are the gods that control these physical forms, which includes the words that come out of our mouth, the actions in which we take, and the representation of who we are. And thus we get to decide this is this is the world of free will that all of the religions and orders and things and functions talk about, we get to decide what ultimately becomes created or to better put that in the world of chaos, creation, order, and destruction, we get to fill in the structure, which is known as the process of order. We get to give things order we get to decide what the yin-yang balance is, what the coin ends up being. And eventually that coin will be given a valuation and we might not have any effect on that in the end because it probably won't be decided by us. But the processes of making, the processes of living, we get to decide. So we need... an understanding of it. We need to understand how order functions, how it works. Because it's going to better let us answer some of the why questions that come along in the end. And if we don't have an understanding of that, if we don't have a spiritual body, an other, an astral, uh, bioelectric understanding, a if we don't have an understanding of something that is more than what we are now, just an inkling of an idea of it, we'll never be able to make it. We'll never be able to order all the things in line to make that up. So I think in some really odd way, order is the representation of the fight against divinity. It's what all the parables talk about, what all the religions talk about, how something made us and then left us to our own devices, but maybe smited us for doing the wrong thing or this, that, and the other thing. They are all just ways of describing how someone believes you should live. When in fact they have no control over that whatsoever. 
And it's a very human thing to believe that they get to. It's a very human thing to believe you have powers over someone else. And that's not to say that it's not possible because humans, the fucking terrible creatures we can be, have throughout history applied that idea that they get to control someone else, that they get to tell you what to believe in, how to believe it, how to live your life. They get to define your why questions. They get to make you, they get to order you around. I'm here to tell you that's not true. In fact, it never was, nor can it actually universally be true. It goes against the universal structure the original creation of chaos. And I promise eventually I will show you how this all comes back around to chaos. But chaos is the beginning. It's infinite possibility. And everything must come back to chaos. The process in which that happens is it gets created, it gets made or ordered, and then it's destroyed and given back. So that being said... It's a really good practice and a really good thing to go about understanding your order, your, your process for making, your process for understanding. Order is all the little things in between. It's all the little tiny bits of the recipe that you get to add in. You know, one of the great things you learn in the culinary world when you do it professionally is that there's a huge difference between things you make for yourself and things you make for others as far as it comes to food. One of the great lessons I ever had in the culinary world was from a chef who was a very eclectic individual, um, but he would have these moments of just ways to put something that just gave it such great clarity. And one of the things he taught me was I can't get mad at how someone wants their food. And it's preposterous to have the conversation of how someone should eat their steak. And it's the realm of the foodie, the ignorant, really, sometimes willfully to think they should be able to tell someone that. So when the order came in for a rare, medium rare, medium, medium well, well, didn't fucking matter. You just make the fucking steak, Phil. If something came in and said they want something on the side, you just put it on the side. You don't get mad at it. It's how they want to eat their food. That's up to them. You are the instrument that makes that for them. So it's preposterous to be like, oh, you should have it. You should eat a steak rare. That's the best way to have steak. That's a preposterous fucking idea to tell someone that. It's ridiculous. It's obscene. Because I don't get to define their order for them. why it's an order it's theirs and they get to have it however they like it's one of the best things I ever learned in the culinary world and that when I cook for myself then I get to change the recipe then I get to season a little bit differently I get to cook it a little longer I get to make it a little bit more crispy or add something else to it but we all work with the recipes Ordering is making it your own. And that's all I have to say about order. Hopefully I made it in some way make sense, but order is making it your own. It's your way of making. So go 
order some things, go make some things. And I'll see you on the next one when we talk about destruction and how all this interplay comes together. It's probably going to be the destruction episode. And then I'll, I'll have to do another episode after that about how it all kind of transforms together. But for now, go ponder order and go order and make. And I'll see you on the next one. Take care. Thanks for listening. Come check us out at taminghindrances.com for show notes, links, resources, and more. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show via iTunes, Stitcher, RSS, or your preferred platform. If you leave us a spiffy review, we might just mention it on the show. Now go be awesome. And just remember to breathe.